Joining us now, he is the PGA of America Regional League Manager in charge of the PGA Junior League. Daryl Beatty joins us. Daryl, welcome into the golf shop. Good afternoon. How's it going? How's you guys doing today? Doing Good, awesome. Darryl. Doing awesome. Uh, and, uh, you know, the PGA Junior League, uh, for, for me... Uh, I didn't get to participate in it growing up because, you know, Matt and I are, uh, are on the uh, older side of things. But, uh, you know, for, for kids that are wanting to get into the game or experiencing the game, um, this can be a game-changing game opportunity for them, can it? It certainly can. PGA Junior League is uh, growing leaps and bounds. Uh, PGA of America uh, is a program they've come out with and uh, first one in a long time has had the impact uh, and, and countrywide that uh, have a, a great number of kids that are participating and growing each and every year. So so tell us a little bit about how this works um, in terms of the players, but as the parents as well, because, I mean, you guys just aren't looking for players. This can be a family event, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, obviously, players are what we're concerned with in terms of reaching our goals for the program as far as the PGA of America is concerned. But we need the parental support because – now we're trying to get our PGA golf professionals to kind of become what we call the hub of the community when we talk about activities for kids and families to be involved with. So obviously the program is geared towards kids 13 and under and or 17 and under. There are two different divisions, but we do reach out to parents uh, for their support, not only with the individual teams, but just supporting the program as a whole and supporting their PGA members at the golf facilities where they play and uh, participate. So when when uh, when kids participate in an event, um, give us a little feel about the actual events and the format and the rules. What happens is typically it's uh, the format is a scramble format. So teams need to have a minimum of eight players in order to compete. So when they go out to a regularly scheduled match, you'll have four twosomes playing. Okay. And they'll be playing against four other two from, from another team. And they play holes in what we call flags. They'll play three holes at a time. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're using a scramble match play format. Now, the ideal situation is to have a substitute in each one of those groups. So, in other words, if you got four twosomes and then you have a third person, a third player in each group, then you got a, a total of 12 players on a team. That's the ideal number. Because every three holes, a player comes in and subs, another player rotates out, and then the next two players will play the next three holes in the scramble format against the other team. And whoever wins earns a flag, and then they earn points. And whoever has the most points at the end of the match from all four groups, they're the winning team, and, and they win that particular match on that, that given day. Is this something that happens after, say, um, a first T program um, uh, experience, or is this is this something different that happens uh, with junior golfers? I, I'm, I'm kind of I'm trying to get my head around this thing. Yeah, well, good question. Uh, not not necessarily after first T because we do reach out. And I say we PGA golf profession do reach out to first-tee facilities to recruit and get uh, okay. players from their team. Okay. So, yeah, we have a lot of first-tee facilities that may have their own league, and a league would consist of four teams 
in, in one particular league. So if you had a first season penalty that had enough, enough kids to have, uh, you know, a minimum of eight, a maximum of 10 to 12 on each team. So you're looking at someone, let's just use the number 12. That would be 48 players. They could have their own in-house league, what we refer to as an in-house league. Okay. So kids don't necessarily have to have gone through first tee to participate because this program is, 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 is fun and it's inclusive and it's not a lot of pressure to be a skilled golfer at an early age because we try to develop mentoring relationships where you may have some older kids that have played and they can help the younger kids that are new to the game and you kind of put them together, kind of like an A and D player, if you know what I mean. Sure, yeah. Um, so that, that, that more skilled older player may be the A player and he may or she, because we have boys and girls, uh, they may partner with the D player that's just coming on board, and they kind of serve as their mentor uh, throughout the, the course of the year. And this is for boys and girls of what ages? Absolutely. Boys and girls, as I said earlier, two divisions. 13 and under is the division where we have all of the competition in a national championship, and then we have a second division that's 17 and under. And both boys and girls, we strongly encourage girls uh, to participate. And we do have uh, a large number of girls participating across the country. Yeah, and it looks like that you guys have done a really good job uh, covering your bases with uh, league ambassadors. We know that uh, a lot of kids follow a lot of different sports. Uh, you know, not only do you have Rory McIlroy, Michelle Wee, Ricky Fowler, and Lexi Thompson from PGA, European Tour, LPGA, but you, you've also brought in. Uh, Steph Curry and Alex Morgan that, uh, you know, most kids that play sports know Steph Curry from hoops and Alex Morgan from, uh, you know, World Cup yep. and soccer. Yep, you're exactly right. Uh, Steph and Alex both came on board as ambassadors. And I'm here in Greensboro this week at the Carolina Super Show, and we were just talking about that today. You know, Steph Curry is really, I think, amazing and comfortable for these kids to see a six-time NBA MVP who they know him through basketball, but yet they are now finding out that he's a golfer. So and a good one, and a good one. You're exactly right, and a good one. So now they see, okay, I'm playing basketball, but this Steph Curry guy, who they very well know, is also a golfer, and and and, it, and it's a good crossover. And the same is true for Alex Morgan. The name recognition, the uh, popularity and notoriety that they bring to their individual sport. Being ambassadors for PGA Junior League Golf is, is absolutely wonderful. Daryl, when you, when Mark and I were coming up, you know, golf wasn't a, a cool sport. And now <laughs> things that you're doing and things that the first tee are doing, and, and we had a guest on, on our, on our uh, show the other the, last week, uh, that just so many things are happening with juniors to, to promote the game and, and to get excitement into the game at a young age. And I just think it's fantastic. You're, again, you're absolutely right because – you know, it's not only the jerseys and the jerseys with numbers, the jerseys with numbers, and they have the names of the teams on the back, and you're playing with your buddies, your friends that you may go to school with or, or whatever, live in your community, and it's becoming, just as you said, fun, and that's what we want it to be. Um, you know, similar to, to when I came up golf, you know, as we, as we all know, can be a very stressful sport, mm -hmm. and it's hard to become decent at any age, but certainly at an early age. So, uh, you know, by, by, by keeping it fun, keeping it friendly, keeping it very social, it, came, it seems to keep the retention rate uh, a lot better. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I you know, I went out to the uh, PGAJuniorLeague.com. That's PGAJRLeague.com. Uh, I went out to find a team and I put in, uh, you know, my zip code up in Huntersville, 50 mile radius. And, you know, I got right off the rip. I got Golf Studio at Northstone. I know Julie Herbert. She does a great job with junior golfers up there. I mean, you got even up in Mooresville, you got uh, Jay Mull, the head golf professional up at yep. Trump National Charlotte. So, I mean, there's definitely some some great stuff going on uh, here in the Carolinas and I'm sure in Southern Virginia and over in uh, Greenville, South Carolina as well. That's exactly right. And that's how you would go about finding a team. If you just absolutely, if you're, if, if the parents don't belong to a, a country club at a private country club or they don't have a public facility that they play at all the time and they want their kids to become involved, that's exactly the process they would use to find out who's offering PGA Junior League in their area. You go to that www.pgajrleague.com and you can uh, type in your zip code, put in a radius, and as you said, the courses will populate within that. 15, 20, 25 mile radius that are offering the program. Again, we're joined by uh, the PJ of America Regional League Manager in charge of the PJ Junior League, Daryl Beatty, joining us. And Daryl, um, you know, when when you talk about this league, I mean, not only do these kids get to to play and play in their whether it's a an open group or an in house group that you talked about earlier, I mean, there's an opportunity for them to to enjoy this partnership, this this you know, this team environment, the competitive nature, all of those things, but then they also have an opportunity for a little postseason action too, don't they? They certainly do. Uh, Once the players are registered and they're put on teams and the teams have formed leagues, whether it's in-house league or open league, they have the opportunity to compete. And once uh, a team wins their league, then they will go on to what we call postseason play. And these are qualifiers that are held in and around the the various locations in North and South Carolina. Uh, they, they will be competing in the Carolinas case is typically somewhere between 12 and 14 other teams at four separate qualifiers. And then using the same format that we talked about earlier, one team will come out of that qualifier and they will go to what we call a section championship. So if you have four qualifiers around the Carolinas, North and South Carolina, and you get four winning teams, they're going to advance to what we call the section championship this year. It'll be in Pinehurst. Uh, then they nice. will go down and compete for the section championship to move to be able to move on to a regional championship. And if they continue to, to win in advance, they go to the national championship. Daryl, in looking at the website, um, you know, there's a couple tabs for captains and coaches, and, and I'm kind of curious. We're talking about the players, but the parents' involvement, too. I'd like to hear a little bit about how they get involved in, um, and how that might work. But but the captains and the coaches thing, kind of, it's, it's interesting to me as well. Exactly. Well, obviously, you have to be a PGA member or an LPGA member okay. in order to register as a captain. And then the coach can be uh, – it can be a parent. Quite honestly, we have a lot of facilities that have – parents at their coach. Uh, And I cover both Carolina and Georgia, and I can speak a little more intimately about Georgia because I know a lot of parents take the initiative to be the coach, and they handle a lot of the logistics, a lot of the, you know, day-to-day stuff that PGA members may not have the time to fully, you know, develop and put their their mind to. So they will kind of turn off. It's kind of like the, you know, the soccer team mom concept. Yeah. So, in other words, you get that parent, whether it be male or female, that says, okay, I'm going to take this, I'm going to take all the emails, I'm going to keep them informed of when we play, where we play, I'm going to take care of the snacks, I'm going to take care of 
transportation logistics. I'm going to keep everybody informed all along the way of what's going on on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. And this helps the PGA uh, golf professional tremendously. So uh, it, it, it sounds like the coaching part of it is, is not a whole lot different than a parent getting involved with a little league team or something like that. That's right? exactly right. Okay. You're exactly right. And it works both ways. You do have some facilities where the coach could be another PGA and LPGA member, and, and they if they have multiple teams at one facility, then you may have the captain uh, taking care of two teams and then the coach taking care of two teams if they do their own in-house league that we mm-hmm. talked about earlier. You know, if they just – are playing within their own facility, then it may take two uh, PJ members or LPJ members to, to handle that. But uh, parents, we, we want them to be involved. We encourage them to be involved. And each and every year we see a, a greater number of parents taking on a bigger role to help the PGA members to have successful programs. Well, Darrell, I'll tell you what, I mean, this obviously didn't exist back in the uh, late 70s and 80s when I was a junior golfer, but I tell you what, there was nothing that I had more fun doing than was to go play in our, uh, we had some uh, some four ball matches that we used to do against uh, other local golf courses, you know, junior teams against junior teams, and there was nothing more fun than that, so to me, this is a no-brainer, I think kids will have a lot of excitement, they get to meet other kids, they get to have that little competitive thing going on, they get to learn how to function, not only as an individual, but as a team, so I think it's great, before we let you go, remind everybody where to go again. www. PGA Junior, and that's jrlead.com. Well, Daryl, man, as always, we appreciate you coming on with us, and we look forward to uh, getting in touch with you every so often about this. Thank you so much for having me, and I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to talk about it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Daryl. Happy to talk to you anytime. Yes, All right, sir. thanks, Daryl. Take care.